Listen, if you dare, to the Lovecraft Tapes. Welcome to the Lovecraft Tapes. I am Jeremy, your keeper of arcane lore, and we play Call of Cthulhu, a horror role-playing game based upon the fictional works of H.P. Lovecraft. Your investigators of the unknown are... Brian, as Special Agent Jack Whiteside. You kids keep it down over there. Gabe, as Special Agent Roy Arroyo. I thought I was the angry old man character. And Matt, as Detox. I don't know. To me, you're both kind of angry old men. Welcome, players. How is everybody doing tonight? Good. Very good. Excited to play. Slightly confused, as I do not remember what happened last. I remember everything, but I'd prefer it if Jeremy explained it. I know. I just want you to explain it so I can tell you if you're right. We can all agree that Brian doesn't remember. Hey, I remembered. Well, we do need to take a quick moment to check for any letters from beyond. On Apple Podcasts, Croatian Mike says, Enjoying it so far. I originally stumbled upon your podcast when I wanted to hear how Call of Cthulhu is played and enjoyed the first adventure so much I stuck around. Thanks for the entertainment. You are more than welcome. Thanks, Croatian Mike. He is so much better than Ukrainian Mike. That's true. That's a bit racist, but okay. And Cultus86 says, I love these guys. It is rare to find a group with such good chemistry. It might have to do with the fact two of the group are brothers. They are all great to listen to funny and ridiculous at times, but still great. I enjoy the recommendos and have watched a fair few good horror flicks because of them. Listen to these guys? Seriously, right now. Hey, Gabe, when did we tell them we were brothers? <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't know where they found this group with good chemistry. I'd be interested. I don't even know what chemistry means. I saw Breaking Bad. I broke bad once. Once. Also on Apple Podcasts, Joshua1M1G says... I love this actual play, and I usually hate listening to actual plays. Well done, guys. Wow, that's pretty impressive. Do we actually play? No. Yeah, I like it. My least hated favorite fish would be Soul. Soul has no eyes. Not when I'm done with it, it doesn't. <laughs> I don't have one, so it doesn't matter. And finally, on Instagram, special thanks to Stag247 for the awesome fan art depicting Roy's encounter with a space vampire. Yes. I'm famous. It was awesome. I know. <laughs> uh, Roy is famous. I'm the mind behind Roy, so... You're the mime behind Roy? Yeah, I'm a mime. I'm trapped in this invisible square. What's going on? The center square for shut up. Well, before we begin, we do need to take a quick commercial break. And now, a word from our sponsor. Teeth. What a pain in the ass, am I right? Bicuspid, molar, incisor, canine. All useless. That last one even sounds like a dog. Pretty stupid if you ask me. And I know you're sick of all that chewing. So why not get rid of them? Ooh, yeah. It would be painful to yank them all at once. You've got a point there. But what if I told you it could be done in one virtually pain-free procedure? Too good to be true? Nope. I'm here to introduce the latest advancement in dental technology, Ivory Coast Extractions. Here's how it works. First, we give you a big glass of lemonade. Don't worry, this is no ordinary lemonade. We've spiked it with ketamine and other hallucinatory depressants that are sure to wipe out any memory of what actually happens to inside your mouth once you go nighty-night. Then, when you're out cold, we go to work with traditional bone saws and chisels, carefully prying each tooth from its deep-rooted mooring, plucking it from the garden bed of bloodied gums. That's it. Once you awaken, hours later and hopped up on painkillers, we'll train you for your new toothless lifestyle. Smoothies, power shakes, chicken soup, oatmeal, and other chewless delights await. No more sore jaw muscles. No more choking on a piece of steak during that next high-powered dinner meeting. Just sit back and relax while all those well-blended nutrients slide down your powerful throat to deliver sheer power to your body and, eventually, poop to your lower intestine. In the unlikely event that you tire of non-solid foodstuffs, Simply call our sister company, Ivory Coast Installations. And remember our tagline, Teeth, who needs them? 
And we're back. And that's why I buried my uncle on the side of Highway 76 near Tuscaloosa. I know, right? Who hasn't? Well, I might consider giving out that product as gifts for the holiday, but I'm worried the free bonus larvae may hatch on the delivery truck and ruin the surprise for friends and family. Oh, but the pus is the best. I mean, we could we could just include, you know, some liquid nitrogen with that and it might solve the problem. Oh, true. No, then I'll, you'll break all my earwigs. <laughs> They're mine, my earwigs. Why do you need wigs for your ears? Trust me, I don't. What, you don't have them? <laughs> That's the problem. Uh, my wig grows right from my ear down my cheek onto my chin and up oh, the other side. Gross. Until it crawls away. Now, dear investigators, we continue. Chapter 7. Bloodlines. Previously on the Lovecraft Tapes. After successfully defusing the situation at Somerset Self-Storage, our fearless investigators flee the scene before the owner arrives and drive directly to Deal Island. En route, Detox examines the papers found in the seat compartment of Dan's motorcycle, a copy of the storage unit rental agreement, initial BM, and a faded advertisement for something called the Elixir of Life from HW Industries. The short drive ends at Kingfish Charters, where married owners, Phil and Ned, refuse to rent any of their boats on account of a mysterious blonde man never returning their motorboat after renting it last week. Jack and Detox try to extract info from the local general store owner, Arby, and get more than an earful. Edward Cross, a local handyman, befriends Roy and invites him down to fish by the docks, which, as expected, doesn't end well. It is currently Monday, October 1st, just before noon. Do you know where your kids are? Roy, your fishing adventure started off innocently enough. You and Edward made your way down to the docks, where the waters of Chesapeake Bay are deep and calm. Mr. Cross is a man of few words, which reminds you of your three mute sons. You like Edward almost immediately. As he baits your hook, then his, he sticks his tongue out of the side of his mouth concentrating very hard. Grinning pridefully ear to ear, he points out that the water, indicating where you should cast. He casts in the opposite direction. Within just a few minutes, you get a nibble, then another, and another. You rear back, feeling the hook find purchase. It's a whopper, but that's when it all goes wrong. Please tell us the circumstances which resulted in two snapped fishing poles and Edward Cross in tears. This is the whole story, and it's the truth. You gotta trust me. So, I was fishing with this big baby who was like, Oh, you're my favorite guy. You're my hero. We should go fishing together. So, I felt bad for him. So, I was like, all right, we'll go fishing. We were fishing. We were catching some some whoppers, you know, the, the burgers. And I don't know who was dumping them there. But all of a sudden, we started actually catching some fish. And I wanted to, like, keep them and eat them. And and Big Baby over here was like, oh, they're living creatures and we're just playing for sport and other whiny things like that. And I was like, bro, you fish to eat. And he was like, that's not the point. We have enough food. So that's when I punched him in the nose and I started taking the fish and throwing them on land. So that way, I mean, at least he would think, oh, well, they've gone through it. Now they might as well die. And then he was still, he ran and he took the fish and he tried to throw them back because sportsmanship and I was using firecrackers as bait. So he wasn't okay with the fact that I was cheating, if you can really call that cheating. So that's the point in which... I took his pole and snapped it in half, and I hit him with mine, which also ironically snapped mine in half, and he ran away like a wuss. All right, so Edward runs up the hillside from the docks, and that's when uh, Jack and uh, Detox see that uh, Roy's essentially following shamefacedly after, uh, holding two broken poles, and Edward runs directly into Kingfish Charters. Jack, as you look upward... Trying to track the source of the buzzing sound, you spot a small object. It's a drone, flying high overhead. Almost as if it can sense your gaze, it zips westward at a fast clip, but then plummets earthward about 50 yards up the road, landing behind a small hillock. You take care of him. I'll be right back. I gotta go do something. And I'm gonna make a beeline right for that area where I saw it coming down. Detox. There is a lot of activity going on around you. The ruckus between Roy and Edward, and now this drone nonsense? 
These FBI gents seem to attract trouble wherever they go, like twin magnets for weirdness. The cell phone in your pocket suddenly vibrates, alerting you of a new text message received. Only, no one has this number. I'm going to very slowly and very cautiously pull my phone out, pull it up, unlock it, and see just who is sending me messages at a number that nobody should have. Well, it is from Unknown Caller. And it's a single message that uh, looks to be a series of symbols and numbers and letters. Ooh. Roy, you uh, see that Edward is going into Kingfish Charters, sort of blubbering, crying. And Jack just immediately takes off down the road, running full tilt. You're not sure where he's going. And uh, Detox uh, is engrossed in something on their phone. I'll walk up to Detox. Hey, hey, Detox. I'm going to pull my phone and just kind of hold it close to me, screen facing me. Uh, so what did you do to that guy down there that just ran away screaming? I mean, is is that like how people normally react to being around you? Or is it like special or does it happen all the time? He got jealous about all the fish I was catching. Don't mind him. All right. And uh, you, he snapped his fishing pole out of rage or? He hit me with it because he's violent and angry. And now this is where we are. So who's calling you? Or are you calling, I suppose? Uh, just one of my systematic alerts I've set up for several things I'm busy tracking on the side. Nothing super important. That's a shame. I was hoping that there would be some story here. The chemistry. I don't know how to talk to this person. So, seen any good movies lately? <laughs> so you feel like running a full tilt down a hill to try and catch up to Jack? I mean, he did just kind of bolt after something. If you'll race me, I will. I mean, come on, you're like, what, 60? How, how fast can you really run? Oh, oh, you'd be, you'd be surprised. All right. You want a race, old man? We'll, we'll, we'll do a race right here, right now. Yeah, we'll, we'll do it. We'll do it. And just as you uh, prepare to race, I guess, the uh, front door to Kingfish Charter opens up, and you see both Phil and Ned looking around, and then they spot you holding the two broken poles. We got to race right now. We got to get out of here. We got, I, I, chal- I, you're a loser. You can't run fast. We got to go. Dude, what are you doing? I'm racing. But the poles, Edward's poles. I don't, they're not both his poles. I think we need to have a talk, a sit down. Come on in here. Hold on. Let me, I left my phone over there. You don't need a phone to talk. Now, come on, dude. Yeah, I'll be right back. And then I'll run towards Jack. <laughs> and by the way, I, I win the race because I'm just better. I'm pretty sure my move rate is higher than yours, so technically speaking, <laughs> what's I your would move win rate, bro? Nine. Shut up. <laughs> that's not. That's not what the role is. Uh, Dtex, how are you reacting to Roy ignoring Phil and Ned and just peeling away? I'm gonna take a look at them for a moment, and then look over to where Roy is running to, and then look at them, and then look over at Roy, and then I'm just gonna start running after Roy. Jesus Christ! All right, Jack. Mm-hmm. You race towards the hill and crest it in no time flat. You're in good shape. You barely break a sweat. Just the sweat glistening slightly on your brow. I slowly unbutton the three buttons on my shirt. Yeah, you can feel the your muscles just tensing. Just so. All right, can you guys hear what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> and uh, you crest the hill and you see a, a little... Young boy. Whoa, hey. He looks, he looks like he's probably around, uh, by your judgment, maybe eight or nine years old. Uh, he's uh, dressed in a um, uh, some blue overalls with like one of the latches undone, so only one shoulder is actually attached. Oh, damn, it's crisscross. Crisscross applesauce. And he's holding a uh, clearly a drone controller. Okay. He looks to be like one of those mid-level, maybe cheaper, just toy drones. Okay. Uh, but it has a camera in the whole thing. All right, cool. And the drone itself is lying in the grass just a few yards from him. And he, he notices you crest the hill and he smiles up at you. Hi. I uh, quickly check myself to make sure I'm not coming at him aggressively. It's always smart to check yourself before you wreck yourself, son. I saw I saw that drone coming down. I, I figured I, it was crashing, so I was going to try to help out. That's pretty nice. When did you get that? Oh, it's mine. I got it for my birthday. Nice. You having fun with it? Absolutely. It's great. I can zip all around the island. That's really cool. Just be careful not to go over the water, okay? If that battery dies, it's goner. Oh, no, I can get miles and miles away. It's good. Yeah, that's those are pretty nice. You know anybody else around here that has drones like that? Mm, I don't know. My mom got me this one. Yeah, you have a seat. My, my name's Eddie. What's yours? My, my name's Jack. 
Nice to meet you, Eddie. Hi, Jack. Nice to meet you. Are, are, are you moving to the island? We're thinking about it, but, uh, you know, I, I heard there were a whole bunch of drones around here, and I don't want to hear buzzing all the time while I live here. Have you seen any other ones? Uh, no, I mean, oh, no. One of, one of the parts fell off. Oh, can you help me find it? One of the propellers. Did you lose one of the props? Yeah, let me find it for you. I go over and start searching around to see if I see where it happened when it landed, pop it off. So let's see if we can look around that area. All right. And uh, why don't you go ahead and give me a spot hidden? Well, I will if you let me, for fuck's sake. Well, no one's stopping you from giving a spot hidden. I needed a 70. I rolled a 51. That's a suck, Sess. So, yeah, you easily find it. It's just a few feet away. It clearly, when it landed, uh, just bounced off the ground and snapped off. But it's one of those type that can just snap back in place. No big deal. So he holds it up, holds the drone up to you, and he's like, could you could you pop it back in, please? Yeah, I put it back on for him and make sure the rest are pushed down tight. And- Absolutely. And, it's it, you know, you can tell uh, just looking at it that uh, it, it's a pretty quality drone. One of those types that takes video, and uh, it's got a memory card. Could it possibly be from DJI, which is one of the worst? world's leading makers of <laughs> consumer level drones hashtag sponsor us hashtag not sponsor i'm going to say oh you know what i think the landing gear might be a little loose let me check that uh, okay yeah i'm gonna you make sure that remote shut off so we don't don't doesn't turn on on me okay okay yeah as he's checking the, the remote i'm gonna flip it upside down and i'm going to pop out the micro sd card and pocket it all right i'm gonna need a slight of hand on that i needed a 10 i got a 19 i'm gonna spend nine luck What's that take the E down to? Very low. That is 22 left. We won't talk about luck around here. You managed to successfully uh, palm the uh, memory card. Oh, it's okay. It was just a little bit loose, but I got it tightened up for you. Oh, okay, I, thanks. I'm going to set it down and say, all right, well, you have fun. Start walking back towards where direction I came. You hear the sound of running feet. <gasps> and... It's just feet. Detox, crest the hill. Oh, you win. How? I got, like, such a long head start. This yeah, is so rigged. Yeah, but I have a move rate that's higher than yours. Yeah, but you looked around for, like, five minutes after I started. Well, next we have to have a boxing match. Yeah, that's it. It's, we're going to have a gunfight now. And then some wee bowling, and then we'll call it good. And, and then you hear uh, a Roy following closely behind, but uh, huffing and puffing. <laughs> you cheated. You know it. I didn't shake you, just old out of shape. Jack, Celtics trivia, start right now. <laughs> what color are the uniforms? Green, I win. Oh, you suck, dude. Nope, green and white, sorry. You're out. What are you two doing? Roy here got in trouble for snapping the guy's pole that he was fishing with. Roy. And instead of actually talking to the guy, he just kind of ran away. All right, we got to get back there and fix this. Come on. We found out some information. That person that you uh, had a run-in with and snapped his pole is in charge of the places that we need to go visit. Turns out Dan might have had a cabin on the island that he was renting. And it also turns out that the guy you snapped his fishing pole is the guy who is kind of in charge of the cabins. So we kind of need him to figure out where they are and we need him to get inside. But here's the good news. He only knows that me and Detox are criminals, so you can go talk to him. You're a criminal? No, I mean misunderstood is what I meant to say. All right, well, let's go back. I think we should address this and get this taken care of. If he, if he, uh, if he needs new poles, we need to take care of that, Roy. We ran after you, but uh, what did you run after, Jack? I, I saw a drone flying over recording us, so uh, I wanted to see who that belonged to. And, you know, my fears were put to rest. It was just a little boy playing with a birthday toy. But just to be safe, I got the uh, memory stick. So I'm going to f- flick it like a coin over to Detox. Why don't you take a look and make sure there's nothing on there that we need. All right. Shouldn't be too difficult. So I'm going to snatch the SD card. Gross. And I'm just going to kind of sit down on top of the hill, swing my bag around, and using it as a table, I'm going to pull my laptop out, and I'm going to plug the SD card in to see what's on this. I'm going to sit here for a minute and see what I can get off this card you found. You two can go down and try and figure out either where those cabins are so we can get into them, or if you can, you know, make the guy happy so he'll just take us there. And I'm going to just start typing away at my laptop to try and see what I can see. So let's uh, follow Jack and Roy as they uh, make their way back to Kingfish Charters. And as we're walking, I yell back to Detox that it's a race first when there wins. <laughs> so Roy, what what happened? Just so I can get it clear before we talk to him. So you know that that dude's nuts, right? You could tell by the way that I liked him. So yeah, that's he a given. like went nuts and started smashing the poles up. He did. Yeah. 
Why? And he's blaming me because I'm an easy target in this day and age. Okay, Roy, we're almost there. Can you tell me what really happened? It's okay whatever happened. It's okay what happened. Just tell me what happened. So pescatarians are worse than vegans in my mind. And that's absolutely what this dude was not. He was the opposite of a pescatarian. And I don't even know what to call that. So I got confused and angry. Okay. And I, I broke uh, his pole. And it's his fault. It was really just a confusion thing. Yes. So this should be able to be fixed with a little bit of talking and a little bit of purchasing. Yes, that. Let's hope that these polls were not, like, sentimental to this boy. It probably wasn't. All right. Let's but see what I we can do. I wish you didn't say that out loud, because now they will be. <laughs> Here's a pro tip. Duct tape fixes a lot of things. Hey, Keeper, take these fingers and put them in your ears. So we're going to approach the, um, the boat rental place and uh, knock on the door. We're not going to just enter. So Phil pokes his head out. Gross. Oh, dude, you're back. Yeah, I heard there was some issue. I apologize. Roy and I are here to, to make this right. I told you I'd be right back, dude. It's not my fault you didn't trust me. Man, you got to be stop being so bogus. Come on in. And you walk in and you see uh, Ned applying pressure to Edward's bloody nose. And both Phil and Ned are glaring at the two of you. Roy, what happened? Come on. I told you what happened. Why is his nose bleeding? I don't know. He probably did it to himself. All right, I'm going to go over to him and, and see if he's okay. Take his side. Well, he's clearly been punched in the nose. His nose is swollen and there's blood trickling down. Ned is uh, applying some pressure to try to keep the bleeding. He's got his head tilted back. All right, I'm going to try first aid just to, to help. Dude, I got this. Don't worry. All right. You sure you don't need any help? I don't need your help. I mean, if this is the kind of help you guys are giving, this is not righteous. That's why we're here. We apologize. I, I'm not sure exactly the events that happened since they were the only two there, but I guarantee you that, that we will make this right. Well, I appreciate that, dude. I mean, we're all part of the same band here. You know what I'm saying? Oh, God. Edward is keeping a close eye on, on Roy, and he looks slightly fearful. Roy, you do me a favor. Yeah. Will you keep watch outside? I want to make sure that uh, there aren't any more drones or anything like that going around. I have a bad, I have a bad feeling about this place. Somebody knows something that I, I don't know. It's just weird. I just got a feeling. All right, I'll do that. And on my way out, I'll just look back at Edward and say, "Thanks for snitching, bro." Two for flinching. As you prepare to uh, exit, Phil holds out his hand for the poles. I'll throw him on the ground. Roy, come on. I pick him up and hand them. Dude, I don't know what's wrong with that guy, but he's got problems. Yeah, I know, man. You should see how many kids he's got. He takes every mission he can to get out and get away. Bogus. Hey, what what can I do to make this right? I know this is really, really bad, but I, I just tell you, we're not bad. He's not a bad guy. He just makes some mistakes. I think it's best if you keep him away from us. Edward's a real nice guy, and, you know, he's a caretaker here, and, you know, he's he's been here for a long time, and but he's a little, you know, he's a little young, if you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, no, I completely understand. But don't worry about the polls, man. We got plenty of polls here, and to be honest, Edward... He comes in here about once a week with snap pulls, so it's not a big deal. So I, we, we basically just give him whatever he wants. He's a good guy. Ned hands you the bloody rag with ice in it. It's for his nose, dude. Wherever Ned was sitting is where I'm going to sit. All right, so you take Ned's spot, and the Phil and Ned go behind the uh, counter. They're looking at the broken poles and, and sort of strategizing how if they can be uh, fixed or not, and they pull out a, a roll of duct tape. So Edward's keeping a close look at you, and he's, like, looking you in the eyes. Just, uh, hi. Um, sorry your friend got so mad. Hey, hey, hey. My name's Jack. I don't know if you remember that, but it is not uh, your fault. Yeah, Jack. Uh, that's my dad's name. Really? Yeah, Jack Cross. That's fantastic. It's a good name, isn't it? I call him Jackie. Yeah, that's good. Uh, when I go talk to his grave anyways. Oh, I'm sorry about that. It's all, it's all right. That's We all go there. That's true. That is true. Unless we don't. Well, what do you mean? Oh, I, I don't know. Some people say we do. Some people say we don't. Well, it's all what you think, my friend. Yeah, yeah. What do you, what do you think? Well, I'll tell you, sir. Uh, I think we all just sort of go round and round, you know? Like, I don't know, like a carousel? All righty. You know, you get on them painted horses and you go round and round. 
And sometimes you just, you get off, and but then you look back and it's you on the horses again. Oh, kind of like reincarnation. You ever heard of that? Reading what? That's a that's a story for another time. That's a mighty big word. Mm-hmm. Yes, it is. I, I saw a flower once. It was called a carnation. Mm-hmm. Is that what you're talking about, flowers? It's similar to that. Yes, actually. Oh. We'll have to talk another time about that. Like that yeah. idea. Hey, I have a quick question for you. I know this is really out of place, but I'm looking for a place to stay for a couple days or maybe a, a, a week or so. Do you know of any place around here that we could uh, rent or use? And he immediately smiles, a wide smile. He's like, oh. Oh, yeah, yeah, I got I got a place. I'm in charge of the place uh, just up the way. Well, that will be perfect. It's called uh, Villa Winona. Villa Winona, okay. Yeah, villa, villa means like a house. It's it's really just a house, but they call it a villa. Gotcha. Winona is short for Winona Ryder. Mm-hmm. Yes, Villa Winona Ryder. Stealing dresses, got it. Uh, so, yeah, there's nobody standing around now. It's, it's kind of off-season. Oh, there's not. Was there somebody already staying there a little while ago, or no? Uh, uh no. Uh, uh, well, I mean, a while back during the high season, the only, the only place we had was a, a nice, nice gentleman uh, stayed up at the Sunset Cottage on the same property. Oh, okay. Just across the street. Now, is the Sunset Cottage nicer? Should I stay there? Oh no no sir that, that that's occupied that's 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 where that uh, gentleman ran about a week ago. Oh I'm sorry I misunderstood. Okay. Yeah no no the the Villa Winona that's that's open but Sunset Cottage is not open. Okay. I'm sorry. But the 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 Villa Winona is quite nice. Would you be able to show me that? The the Villa? Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's just up the road here we can walk. Now be- before we go can I ask you a question? Yeah. Roy will be staying with me. The one that you were fishing with, is that going to be okay? Yeah, it's fine. I mean, I understand. I make some people angry. I don't talk very fast. It's not your fault. He has some issues, too, that he's working through, okay? Oh, so he's like me? He's like you. Oh. And that's why it gets hard to do it sometimes. Well, that, that's okay. I mean, this this is a good place for people like me. All right. Well, now you understand a little better, right? I, I do, but just, you know, tell them not, not to hit me no more. Oh, I promise that will not happen again. And I promise not to take him fishing no more. All right. Yeah, if he wants to go fishing, he can go by himself, can't he? Yeah, I guess he don't like them pescati- pes- pe- pes- pests. The past pastors. Got it. Pasties, he don't like them uh, religious types. Pasties, he hates pasties. Pasties are pretty good, though. Yeah, pasties are good, but pasties, ooh, they got them they beef, like and a they, got them, they got them peas, and oh, it's good. I'm, you know, I'm getting kind of hungry. Well, you go ahead and clean yourself up. I'm going to get everybody ready, and we'll follow you no, up I, there. I, I'm good. I'm good to go right now. Well, let's, right, let's go. Let's go. So Jack and Edward head out of Kingfish Charters. Phil and Ned give them a sort of a weird look and uh, shake their heads. And they call out, don't worry, uh, Edward, we'll get your poles ready. It's all good. Thank you, boys. I I really appreciate all your help with this. We'll get this straightened out. Yeah, no problem. Just, you know, try to be righteous. Oh, we will. Tell your boy not to be so bogus. Yeah, trust me. I think he realizes. Jack and Edward depart Kingfish Charters. Roy is standing outside and... Edward looks sheepishly up at Roy. Oh, so, sorry about the, the, the fish, sir. Accepted. Come on over and uh, I'll show you the Villa Winona. And he starts walking up the road. Detox, you're sitting 50 yards away and you're typing away, loading up the SD card. You can see that it's a series of videos recorded by the drone. It's black and white, not color. The drone took footage of the island. Um, and then at a certain point, the footage switches towards the open water. And you can tell that it's probably open water to the west of Deal Island. So why don't you go ahead and give me a luck roll? I needed a 70 and I got a 29 as a hard success. You're watching intently the video file and it's just open water, open water, open water. But then you can see a speck of what appears to be a landmass and it comes closer and closer. And this must have been a day when the winds weren't very gusting because the video footage is quite steady. It's almost surreal, almost as if it hadn't been taken by a drone because you're well aware of drone footage and this is extremely stabilized and much lower than uh, close to the water than you would expect this sort of footage to be. And the speck on the horizon resolves itself to a landmass 
that you can quite clearly see some sort of structure. It looks like a crumbling building of some sort overlooking the water. And you think you can make out the tiny speck of a white boat parked in a cove. And then the footage goes dark. And you're just about ready to review it when the footage resolves itself again. And it's really grainy this time. It's not very clear footage. And you can see three figures standing on a hillock. And you immediately recognize it's footage of you, Jack, and Roy standing on the very hillock that you're sitting upon. And there's a little boy, and he's controlling what appears to be a drone. And as you peer closer, it looks like you, Jack, and Roy are all little kids. It's almost as if you're nine years old, all three of you. And I'm going to need you to make a sanity roll, please. I needed a 50 and I rolled a 33. That's a success. You look at this footage and it's the weirdest thing because you're all wearing the exact same outfits that you're wearing today. And everything that's happening in the video happened in reality. It's you and Roy talking to Jack after your race. Only you're little kids. And then the footage goes back to black again. Well then, looks like I'm going to have a night pouring out with some footage, and I'm going to copy the files over to the hard drive on my laptop, pull the micro SD card out. I'm going to copy the text message I got from my phone over to my laptop as well, and then I'm going to walk down the hill towards the, the water a bit. I'm going to snap the micro SD card and throw it in. I'm going to take my phone, and I'm going to crush it very thoroughly, into small pieces, and then chuck what remains of it into the water as well. That'll kill the fish. Jack and Roy. Edward's uh, leading you up the road. Hey, Roy, why don't you uh, grab the car and follow behind us? I'll, I'll walk with him, if that's cool with you. See if you can get Detox's attention, too. Let him, let, let him know we're going. No, because then he might beat me to the house. They'll be sitting next to you in the car. You have control of the door locks. That's true. Therefore, I have the power. The power of cheating! Roy hops in the car, zooms on up to the hill. Detox, you see the car approaching shortly after you uh, chucked uh, some stuff. Who's Chuck? Oh, Chuck's my friend. You don't have friends. Don't lie to me. Yeah, you're right. I don't have any friends. Gonna walk around to the side of the car. Ah, so where do you think you're going in such a hurry? Uh, we're gonna follow Jack and Fish Boy, and I guess he got us a house. All right, sounds good to me, and I'm going to hop in. Hey, Roy, I'll give you 20 bucks to run over Fish Boy. Oh, you think (laughs) I won't? come on. (laughs) And I will speed towards Fish Boy as fast as I can, and then hit the brakes right before I hit him. Villa Winona is just right up the way. It's actually a really nice house, almost like an estate. There's a smaller shack that sort of sits off uh, maybe 50 yards from the main property, and you can tell that's where Edward lives. Across the street from that is uh, another place that is maybe half the size of Villa Winona. How close is the car to us? Roll D20. I don't want to. 15. 15 inches. I turn around and slam both of my hands on the hood of the car and just stare at Roy. Hi, Jack. Why'd you go park? I am parked. Get out. I'll lock the doors, but then I'll pry mine open with my hand and get out and then close the doors and yell, I beat you. Detox, are you going to sit in the car or are you coming out? No, I'm going to get out of the car. All right, sweet. So all four of you guys are standing in the driveway to Villa Winona and Edward's like, oh, so uh, there's a fountain out back. There's uh, three bedrooms. It's, it's 280 a week and uh, I can run and get groceries if you want. Uh, it's not a problem. It's just the way I go up to Arby, so nothing fancy. And I can get some fresh fish. I mean, well, maybe not f- fish, but, and, you know, you can walk down by the shoreline. That's all good. Uh, and it's, you know, completely uh, furnished, of course. There's nice couch, fold-out couches. And, and uh, it's, like, it's just like three, two and a, two, 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 three, three and a half by us. Well, that sounds fantastic. We appreciate it. Who who do we pay? Oh, you, you can pay me, and uh, and I, I'll just I t- you know the owner is uh you know I just put it in an envelope and stick it in the mailbox to the owner. Uh, can we pay with a with a credit card? Is that possible? Uh, yeah, I can run that up to Arby's. 
Well, I don't want any roast beef, but... Have you had the breakfast burrito? Pretty good? Yeah, they are good. I'll give you that. Only a couple days old, but, you know. I'm going to pull out my uh, card and give it to them. Oh, well, we can set it up later. I got I got keys right here, so... Oh, you sure? I can let you in or whatever. All you know? right. Well, we might be able to do cash then. I just didn't get to a, to an ATM or a bank or anything yet. There's an ATM back at Kingfish or, or up at the Arby's, too. Perfect. You know? That's perfect, then. So we can settle up tomorrow. Oh, yeah, that's fine. That's fine. I can swing by around dinner time. Sounds like a plan. You want to come over for dinner? Jack. Sure. All right. Well, what's up, Roy? It's too late. Oh, it's not three late? Never mind. It's done is done. All right. Well, uh, here's the keys. Why don't you guys, boys, make yourself comfortable and I'll just be over to my shack if you need me. Yeah, you do that. Hey, Edward, I, I heard there was another cabin around here. Uh, you know, like... Yeah, you mean uh, right across the street there, uh, Sunset College? Oh, yeah? Th- that's already taken. I'm sorry. Oh, okay. Yeah, thank you for letting me know. Oh, well, that's all right. I mean, you know, I haven't seen that gentleman around, but I- he said he only needed it for a week, so I think his rent's due, like, tomorrow. Oh. I'll let you know if it frees up if you want it. Yeah, that'd be great. We appreciate it. I mean, it's only it's a cute little two-story uh, cottage with a wide front porch, gorgeously elaborate <laughs> Larson screen door. Ugh. Whoa, 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 whoa. You make sure... That you tell me the second it's free. Well, yes, sir. He really loves them screen doors. Well, we got that one special. I know about the Larson screen door. I'm not amateur hour here. I ain't sh- totally sure what's going on here, but here's the keys, Mr. Jack, and uh, let me know if you need anything, and I'll, I'll, I'll be over there. Uh, you guys have a good afternoon now. You do. All right. Bye-bye. <laughs> I love you. Uh, all right. Okay. All right, so I'm going to um, look over to Roy and give a nod, and he knows that that means sly walk across the street to check out the other property. I don't know why you nodded and didn't just say that. Because yeah. uh, he's still within earshot. He's not smart. Hey. Straw. Hey. Straw. I'm going to uh, motion to detox. All right, let's head in. All right. And once we get inside and I shut the door, I'm like, all right, what'd you find out? It was footage... Of the kid's drone. It was kind of grainy. Not a very nice camera on that thing. Uh, he flew around the island a little bit. Uh, went out over the water and came back. You mind if I take a look? Watch it together? Is that cool? Yeah, let me just pull up the video file. I'm going to pull my laptop out and find like a table or something to sit down at. And I'm going to pull up the, the file that I pulled off of the SD card. And I'm going to play him the file, but only up until the point where it cuts to black the first time. I wouldn't think a drone like that would have a good enough camera. To get those shots of that island. You'd be surprised how fast small, uh, small camera technology has come. Believe it or not, I know a guy who can get his hands on uh, things that fly a lot higher and get a lot better resolution. Now, strictly speaking, they might not be set up for civilian That's use, what I was saying, yeah. The little boy having this is a little, little crazy. So, so we have a little bit of proof that he went there. So that's good. It's the white boat, one person. That's got to be him. Anything else on there? Uh, no, just that one flight. He must have stopped recording on the way back. All right, well, let me get that SD card back. I want you to erase it, though, so I can get it back to the kid. Oh, I already snapped the SD card in half and disposed of it, so that way, uh, no one else could... Do you have any blank SD cards? (laughs) Do I have any any blank SD cards? I'm going to pull out a small box from the back of my bag and open it up, and there's something like at least 100-plus micro SD cards in this small box. All right. Any, anyone in particular I can take, or doesn't matter? They're all the same. Feel free to right. take whatever I'm you gonna want. I'm going to take two of them. Eat one of them. No. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, just pocket them, so if I see that kid again, I can give, it, give him one. Right. Based off that nod... I'll go across the street with my handy-dandy screen door kit and start taking that Larson screen door down. I'm going to need you to make a luck roll, please. Oh, that's not good, but okay. I need a 25, I got a 60. Oh, spend the luck. Push that roll! Oh, wait. You cross the street, go up the front porch, immediately spot that beautiful Larson screen door. Oh, my God, it's in pristine condition. And you kneel down to begin to do your surgery on it. And you hear tires rolling on dirt road pull into the driveway right behind you. (sighs) All right, I'll duck into the bushes. You've got ducks? Before you're able to, as you straighten up and... Not even look behind you, you hear a voice. Excuse me, what do you think you're doing? I'm the inspector. Is your last name Gadget? No, that's a fictional character. Why don't you come on down here, sir? Why don't you come up here, guy? Well, don't mind if I do. That's your guy, friend. Ah, dang it. And you hear footfalls coming towards you? 
So why are you here, sir? How do you know I'm a guy? You're still turning around. <laughs> I can tell by voices. He can tell by the way you smell. I happen to be the law in this neck of the woods. What are you doing here? Uh, I'm inspecting this screen door. I'm the s- screen door inspector. Oh, really? Well, let's see your credentials. Hold on. Let me weigh my options here. I could point my gun at his face oh God, baby. and call it my credentials, but instead I'm going to pull out my screen door in diamond club card and show it to him. You turn around and you see a lanky gentleman. He looks like he's probably in his mid forties, but in very good condition. He looks lean. He's wearing a brimmed hat with sheriff's badge on it. You also notice that he is not wearing a gun. He only has a baton. And he's got his hands on his hips. He's dressed in full uniform, just a tan uniform. And you extend out your card. He takes your card, looks you up and down. He's like, Roy Royal? That's the name. Don't wear it out. Huh. Yeah, I think I stayed at a screen door in probably, God, I don't know, a couple of years back. And I, was that you on the wall? Of course it was. So they just sort of send you out here to check on screen doors, huh? Do you think that there is a higher authority on screen doors than the screen door in? Uh, probably not. I'm going to fast talk on that one. You could also do charm. Probably not intimidate at this point. Could a persuade be it? Persuade's good too. All right, I'll go for a persuade. And I still failed anyway. I had a, I needed a 50, I got a 71. Oof, okay. So he hands back your card and he's like, that's all fine and good, sir, but uh, why don't you tell me why you're really here? Like, legitimately, I was just admiring the screen door. It is quite nice. It's a Larson. I don't know if you know much about screen doors, really. <laughs> oh, it is on. Welcome to the Screen Door Digression Tapes podcast. <laughs> I know a lot about screen door, buddy. Well, tell me this. Do you know anything about the uh, gentleman who rented this place? I don't know nothing about that douchebag other than I can assume he doesn't admire this Larson properly. Well, just uh, sort of odd. You know, it's a little, it's off season right now. And now we have two sets of strangers uh, carousing the island. Can we go back to that thing you said a few minutes ago about how you think I don't know a lot about screen doors? Because that's a little more the focus than you trying to be a big cop man who, ooh, I do my job even though I'm not allowed to have a gun in this pussy town. Roy. You don't know the person who rented this place? No, I was trying to meet him. He's a person Uh, of interest. Because I'm in the neighborhood, he's got a nice screen door, I'd like to know more about the person and make sure it's properly taken care of. And uh, I assume you're with those other two that are over at uh, Villa Winona. I wouldn't say I'm with them, but I know them. I see, and do they know this person? No, they're in the same boat as I am. Because we're from a city that has actual people in it. What boat would that be? Yeah, I was going to say, Roy, we can't find a single boat on this stinking island, so we're not in any boat together. Because there is no boat to begin with. I'm on a boat, mother... Mr. Arroyo, um, how about uh, we just take a walk across the street and talk to your compatriots? They're going to back everything up I said, because guess what? Unlike you, we have some education where we... I don't know about the one, but the other... Well, actually, neither of them are that smart. (laughs) So I have education, and I'm trying to infringe it upon these two morons that I run with. All right. Well, I I think I'm reading you loud and clear. uh, So let's uh, let's go talk to those guys. All right. Come on. As he's walking across the street towards Villa Winona, he's like, uh, so uh, are you a fisherman? Yeah, I I do like to fish. Is that what brings you to the island? Uh, Yeah, I like to fish. Yeah, would you say you're a pescatarian by any chance? No, 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 no. I, I'm, I'm a catch. I, I don't do catch and release. Well, uh, we we have uh, certain you know DNR restrictions around here. Uh, just so you're aware, you know we we do only catch and release around. Here. <laughs> no wonder, no wonder you got cops like you sitting around here. Here we are. Uh, he knocks on the door at Villa Winona, and Jack and uh, Detox here and knock at the door. Are we expecting company anytime soon? No, get down. Shut the lights off. Ed, I think it's Edward coming back. I'm open door, but like not paying attention. Be like, Edward, did you forget something? Oh, I'm I'm sorry, officer. Can I help you? Uh, yes. Uh, do you know this gentleman? I actually do. Uh, I see. Well, I caught him snooping across the street trying to uh, do some damage to the screen door. I wasn't trying to damage it. I'm not damaging it, you idiot. Roy, hold on. 
I can guarantee you he's not doing damage to a screen door. You, you would insinuate that I would, that me, a Diamond Club screen door in member, would damage a screen door? He's not doing any damage to any screen door, I guarantee you. If there, if he was messing with it, it was probably to fix it. Uh, well, that's, that's sort of what he was saying. Uh, he, say, he claims he's some sort of inspector. Do you got a few moments to talk? Absolutely. He wipes his feet on the uh, mat and takes off his hat. Hey, hey, leave Matt alone. How dare he wipe his feet on me? I will not stand for this. Punch him in the nuts. He ushers in Roy ahead of him and then shuts the door behind him. And he's looking at Jack Dow, clearly uh, fixated upon the reasonable person here. So uh, your friend here says uh, you might know the uh, person who rented the place across the way. Well, we're not sure yet. And I'm going to um, pull out my badge and hand it to him, still folded, the, the wallet folded. I see. Uh, FBI, is this, is this in relation to a case? It is, but it's an obscure case. It's a cold case, so uh, we're actually not here on official business. We got wind of this, and it was really ironic that this fell into our laps, as you might say. I don't know if that's ever happened to you, but it's it's a little bizarre how things are, are coming together here. Well, I, I'm sorry you're speaking in riddles. Uh, can, we, can we speak plainly? What is it you're investigating? Just plain yogurt. We have a person that's been missing for, I'd say, about a week and a half now. Well, that's not much it time. It is not much time. This particular case, he's actually a friend of ours. So we're taking it a little bit more personally than than we would most other cases. We don't even know if we're on the right trail yet. We're just following the little crumbs that we have, and it it led us to hear us now, but we're hitting a roadblock. I don't know if maybe you could help us out at all. Someone local that that knows every going on that happens on this place would really be a great resource for us. Well, Mr. White said, uh, that's all fine and good, but to have FBI snooping around my island without notifying me first is a little strange. If you don't mind me saying. No, and I completely understand. Like I told you, we're doing this out of out of respect for our friend that is that is missing, and he's on a path that we're worried is going to get him hurt, to be completely honest. Well, I understand that. Uh, and he pulls out a little notepad, uh, writes down your name, uh, Roy Arroyo's name. And, and what's your name, uh, young man? My name is um, Julio Estrada. How do you spell that? That'd be uh, J-U-L-I-O. E-S-T-R-A-D-A. You sure that's not Julia? No, my, my, my parents were hippies and they kind of had a thing for naming people names that were rather unexpected or usually reserved for the opposite gender because they wanted to, you know, really stick it to the man. They were, they were, they were really strange people. I see, I see. Okay, well, that's fine and good. Uh, I, I lived through the 60s, so that's fine. Of course you did. And uh, what's your friend's name? The one you're looking for. His name is Dan. Dan? The man. Is that his last name? Mm-hmm. The man? Dumman. We call him the man. Themen. How do you spell that? D A M A N. It's gonna be uh, it's gonna be fast talk. I needed a five. <laughs> I got a sixty-four. All right. So what do we learn from this? Maybe Jack doesn't do fast talk. Uh, Mr. Whiteside, I'm sorry to say this, and I, I know you're with the bureau and everything, but uh, everything I'm hearing now just does not jibe. Uh, I catch your friend across the street trying to do something to the... Essentially, it looks like he's breaking and entering. And clearly, you're not being forthright with me with the details. What is going on? I'm going to step in front of Jack. Uh, just just give me a second to try and explain things here. This this man that we're tracking is a very close and dear friend of these two. And I'll, I'll think you'll understand if I say that they're a little bit shooken by some of the, the things that have happened. And, you know, it was a very sudden disappearance. And um, nobody really knows why he left or where he was going. It's clear from a couple of things we've seen that he's been using different names everywhere he goes. Everywhere he goes, he uh, just changes his name. The one that we know him mayors might not be the one that he's using here it's it's been very difficult to keep track of where he's going have you heard of a guy named blaine uh like blaine manners uh, I, I believe he used that once or twice well yeah that's uh edward said that that was the gentleman who rented the place across the street oh so he hasn't changed it yet yeah he's running either to or from something we have no idea and he's just been you know all over the the place and we we think he, he might need a little bit of help so we're just trying to to get to him as quickly as we can well that's the first word of uh truth i've heard today thank you ma'am it was true when i called you uneducated well i'll tell you what um why don't we take a little walk julio i'll yeah. tell you what i'm gonna take a little peek i've got keys to the place across the street 
and uh, you and I are going to take a quick peek, and uh, we'll look around and see if there's any sign of your friend. How's that? All right. So wait, honesty paid off for once? <laughs> That's dumb. Uh, that'd be lovely, officer. Thank you very much. Well, gentlemen, we'll be back. Don't worry, the young ladies in safe hands. Please take your time literally forever if you want. And uh, he exits, uh, lets uh, D-Tax go in front, and shuts the door. Roy, you're slightly steaming at uh, being denied access to that beautiful Larson screen door. And uh, you're looking out the kitchen window, just trying to get your bearings slightly, thinking about crepes for whatever reason. And you see Edward out by his shack. And he's sitting on the stoop of his little house. And looks like he's whittling something. And he's talking to himself. Why don't you give me a spot hidden? Not bad. Nine, neither the 70 got a 97. Not a fumble, but right. a fail. What pops into your head is exactly what you just said. Nut job. This guy is clearly unbalanced, and he's just sitting out there whittling on a piece of wood just like you think every other local bumpkin would be. I have the strong desire to run my car through his shed. I still have $20. I think Roy might be a serial killer. It all started with Booberry. Jack. Your phone rings. It says unknown caller on it. AT&T, how can I help you? And you hear... And then a double click. That sounds very familiar. Detox. You follow Constable over towards the uh, Sunset Cottage. So uh, what do they use you for over at the FBI? Uh, I'm more of an outside consultant. Um, I specialize in, you know, the uh, the more digital side of things. Um, I'm like a step above normal, like IT. So if they ever have, uh, you know, any kind of any kind of real electronic-y based problem, that's when they call me, and then I can, you know, kind of work my magic. Well, they they kind of missed up this time. I mean, this is Deal Island. We're you know probably at least 15 years behind in technology. Well, I mean, I'm 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 not the one who has to worry. They're they're signing the paycheck, so as long as they want me around, you know how you know what I'm saying? Got to make a leaving somehow. Uh, obviously, you're not from around here. Uh, is that, what is that, Ukrainian accent? What is that? Norwegian? Uh, actually, uh, uh, New Zealand, if, if you want to get specific. Oh, okay. Uh, what do they call them over there? Kiwis? Like the fruit? Yeah, it's, it's generally what they say. Yeah, I've always wanted to get there. You know, I, I do love them uh, Hobbit movies. I don't blame you. If you, it's, it's, if you visit the, some of the sets are still actually standing, you can go and, you know, tour them and it's it's really neat. I've I've been there. I have a friend. Uh, I have a friend back there who actually is uh, one of the tour guides. So he'll like sometimes like take us in when it's closed and we get to kind of you know get really up close with things. It's really cool. Well, I, I'm Larry, by the way. Nice to meet you, Larry. You might hear them call me Lumley. That's my last name. Uh, of course. So uh, just you and the two guys, huh? Ah, uh, yeah. Like they said, it's more of a personal thing. It's not you know totally official. You guys are dating or. Uh, no, it's it's personal as in we're, we're going after a friend. Oh, oh, so you're dating the friend who's missing? Uh, I'm not I'm not dating any of them. I'm just here to help because they're they're paying me for help. Oh, okay, gotcha, gotcha. Well, you know, uh, you know, Deal Island's kind of nice this time of year. Uh, you know, it's uh, there's no, not a lot of tourists. Um, you know, Arby's is pretty good for breakfast burritos. Uh, yeah, yeah, heard that. The good fish fry too. I mean, uh, you know, if, if you're up, up for something like that, you know, I could probably show around if you wanted uh, yeah, maybe i'll take you up in that office sometime all right, you know, it's, all right well seems like a nice little town you have just call 911 that's a joke by the way don't ever <laughs> call 911 uh, of, of course don't ever call them period i've always been kind of a fan of like you know um old abandoned buildings and places and i, I really like like digging into history and that kind of thing you know and i i heard you have a like an old research center not too far from here um uh, no nothing like that around here reach into my bag and pull out another phone um i believe it was um winoka point oh uh well, we d we don't talk about that around here. That's ancient history. I mean, you know, they were doing some testing, like arms, weapons. I that's long, long ago. That was in the Reagan administration, for Christ's sakes. Star Wars, you know, all that crap. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I mean, it might have been a bit crazy, but sometimes that stuff can be kind of interesting. You know, just it's like what was going on inside their heads when they're like, "Yeah, let's do that." You know. Well, in my my uh, estimation, uh, it's uh, better leave well enough alone. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. 
Well, here, here we are. Uh, let's let's go on inside. So this is Sunset Cottage, and he opens up the front door, being very careful of the Larson screen door. And inside, it's a very nice, very uh, well-kempt interior. Looks like completely untouched. Looks like no one's ever lived there. Um, you immediately spot that there are no signs of habitation whatsoever. Well, if he was he, he was uh, very clean. Yeah, I'm not seeing anything. Uh, you you want to take a look around? Uh, yeah, yeah, I'll I'll take a quick look-see and see if there's any signs of him around here. Uh, tell you what, why don't you uh, keep an eye down here on the, the first floor? I'm going to head upstairs and check, you know, the bedroom and the bathroom. All right, I'll uh, take a peek around here and uh, let me know if you find anything. Just give a shout. And I'm going to head up to the second floor to start checking bedrooms and whatnot to see if he'll have, you know, a suitcase or clothing or anything. Uh, it's quite clear that uh, this has not been visited upon in many, many weeks. You're not even sure that uh, your friend quote-unquote, even spend any time, significant time here. But I will need you to make a spot hidden, please. All right. I needed a 50 and I rolled a 58. That's a failure. And would you like to let that stand? Yeah. So, yeah, it, clearly uh, the bed is completely made. There's not a wrinkle upon the bedspread. And there is no indication on the floor of, like, wheels from a suitcase or anything like that. It's just very quiet. Um, there, it's a bit musty in here, so it hasn't been aired out in quite some time. There's not, like, um, like a phone in the room? Yes, there's a landline in the, in the room. I remember what happened back at Blaine Manor, so I'm going to pull the phone off and I'm going to unscrew it and see if the phone has been bugged. Why don't you go ahead and give me a spot hidden on that? I needed. a... A 50 and I rolled a 72. That's another failure. No, it looks pretty intact to you. It does not have the same sort of coloration of the diode or anything like that. Done. And you hear a voice from below. You about done up there? Uh, put the phone back together and head back downstairs. Uh, yeah. Yeah, it doesn't look like... If he was here, he was in and out, and he was very tidy about it, because it doesn't look like anyone's really been here. He did a really good job, actually. should congratulate him on that. Listen, I've got to head back to the office. Uh, if you guys need anything, uh, just give me a call. Here's my card. And you can see it says uh, Local Constable Larry Manaford Lumley. And his uh, office is uh, in actually in Chance, just across the bay. This even has jurisdiction. You know, maybe I'll uh, swing by later tonight if you want. Uh, I get off at uh, 7. I mean, we are having Edward over for dinner, so... Well, I'd be happy to join you if you want. I don't know what we're making yet, but uh, we'll figure something out, you know? Well, I figure since, uh, you know, this was a dead end, you, you, you folks would probably be heading out tomorrow, so... Uh... You wouldn't have to have, like, a, a library or any kind of, like, historical record collection anywhere on the island? Uh, uh... Nothing quite like that. Uh, you'd probably have to head up to uh, Mount Vernon. All right, and you don't have anyone else who knows anything about uh, the, that old research center? I mean... Look, if you really want to know a little bit more about the island itself, definitely want to talk to old uh, Captain Colonel Bacon. He usually hangs out at Arby's uh, later in the evening. All right. I'll be sure to, you know, swing down there and see if I can't chat the guy up. Well, uh, good luck and, uh, you know, give me a call if, uh, if you guys are throwing together something on the Barbie. I... No offense. I mean, not Barbie, but... Once we uh, figure out what we're doing for dinner, I'll be sure to, to let you know. I appreciate that, uh, Julio. Uh, have a good afternoon. Yeah, right back at you, Officer. And uh, tell your buddies to calm down a bit. They just need to relax. This is Deal Island. I mean... Like I said, uh, close friends, you know how the family problems, really, they're, they're almost like family. They're, they've known each other for a long time. And, you know, when family goes missing, and it's, it can be stressful, and people do weird things when they're stressed out. Good luck with your search once you leave the island, and uh, I'll, hopefully I'll see you later. Yeah, maybe. And he gets in his cruiser and he pulls away. He has a cruiser? He uh, cruises for a bruises. He has Eddie in the cruiser. I'm just going to stand there, gently stroke the screen door in case <laughs> Roy is watching. <laughs> I'm going to pull out my new phone, pull out the, the text message that I received, and I'm going to run it through a cryptography program that I have to see if it's some sort of code that I can break through sh brute force. Tell us what the text message currently says. It is an asterisk, then capital U, lowercase r, uppercase r, uppercase y, asterisk, three, lowercase n, three, three, uppercase d, five, asterisk, three, uppercase L, lowercase p. So if you're going to run this through a cryptography program, what sort of role would that be? 
Well, I would think it would be computer use. Roll away? I needed a 70 and I rolled an 85. It's a failure. And you're going to let that sand? I'm going to push that. I needed a 70 and I rolled a 42. It's a success. And what does this translate to? Uh, it translates to hurry, he needs help. Tune in next time for Chapter 7 Bloodlines. All right, what are your thoughts about the investigation so far? What are your theories about what is going on? I have literally no theories. Uh, it's probably the government and the aliens working together with the moon Nazis, and the Earth is flat. I think Dan made it over there, and there's something that's keeping him there, and we need to get there to figure out what it is. Except for the fact that there's one rentable boat on this island and someone else took it. Well, you know what? We might have to leave this goddamn island and go to Chance or go to another place and get one. Let's go to Frenchtown Rumbly. Hey, Roy, how many points do you have in swimming? Not much. Hey, I'll race you over to the island, You think you will lose? Because you're gonna, idiot. 20 and swim, bro. Just saying. That's my theory. Well, those are all really good theories, guys. But now, it's time for some recommendos. Please roll D100. Highest goes first. I rolled a 7. I got a 46. It's going to be Brian, me. I am going to recommend The Haunting of Hill House, a new Netflix series that was released. It is the epitome of classic ghost story. It really enjoyed this because the special effects are subtle. It's psychological, and the way they tell the story, you you start out with this family moving into this ancient house to flip it, and all of a sudden, they're grown adults, and you're seeing flashbacks of what happened to each individual child and the parent to complete the story and tell you exactly what happened and what you've seen throughout the, the series. I finished it today. I think it's been out for maybe a week. It's one of those that you can't put down in it. Just the little subtleties reminds me of stuff that I used to watch when I was a kid. Like, they're walking through the hallway. When they come back out in the hallway, the statue is looking at them. And they don't notice it because they always pass it. It's something familiar to them. But the audience sees it. Very subtle. It's not a It's not a turn of the head. It's the head is already turned and watching the character. So if you don't notice it, you're like, well, what's the point of this? But you notice those little tiny things they put in there. And it's extremely shocking when they put in something very significant, like a little boy opening a door and seeing a specter floating, checking each room looking for something. And and his room is next. So I'll leave it at that. That way I don't spoil much more. But that's the part that hooked me. And that was like episode three. So um, The Haunting of Hill House, uh, very good. I don't know how they're going to follow it up with another season. They kind of wrapped a lot of it up at the end. But we'll see what they do. It's the house that's the main character, not the necessarily the people that were participating in this. It's a house that feeds off of the families. All right. Well, thanks, B. My recommendo is 2017's Revenge, directed by Coralie Fargat, starring Matilda Anna Ingrid Lutz, Kevin Janssens, Vincent Colombe, Guillaume Bouchardet, Avant Strangel. And of course, this is a uh, French horror movie. It is violent and satisfying rape revenge flick with over-the-top gore. Villains you can't wait to see get their comeuppance. A lot of cat-and-mouse action. And a lingering, fist-pumping climax that equates to a comic book superhero origin story. It's pretty violent, so if you're not down with that, you probably wouldn't enjoy it as much. But I really dug the character setup um, where you think that certain people are going to act certain ways based on the trope of the standard rape-revenge flick, but then they totally invert those characters after the rape occurs, which is a nice uh, mirroring aspect. And it has some ridiculous violence to it, uh, where it just goes on way too much, but it's also kind of fun, which is really a weird thing to say about a rape-revenge film. I I highly recommend Revenge. Uh, Currently, it's on Shudder. It's not exactly a feel-good movie, but there's a lot of fun to be had if you're looking for it. So, check it out. All right, next up, we have Gabe, I believe. Uh, What did Matt get? I don't believe. I got... Well, Gabe cheated because he rolled a D4, so... Naughty. (laughs) So, my recommendo this week is Forza Horizon 4. It's the latest game in the Forza Horizon series, which is the less serious, more arcadey cousin to the Forza Motorsport series. Uh, this time it takes place in like the northern UK and part of Scotland. 
the big thing in this iteration is seasons. Once a week on Thursdays, I believe, the entire map changes. You go from spring to summer to fall to winter. And each time you do, the map changes to go with it. So it's, you know, wet and muddy in the spring, whereas in the summer all the roads are dry, whereas in the winter, you know, the lakes are frozen over and everything's covered in snow. So it really is like every single time it changes, it's a a different map. Just like all the other Horizon games, there's so much to do. You can, you know, do road races, you can do off-road races, you can do cross-country, there's street racing, there are, you know, speed cameras and danger signs, which are like jumps where you compete to see how far you can go. And this time around, there are, I believe, over 425 different cars for you to collect. If you like racing games, but you're not into like super serious racing games, Forza Horizon is a great place to start. Sweet! All right, Gabriel, how about you? I'd like to recommend Count Chocula because you don't have to reduce yourself to being a hipster asshole just because trends want you to by eating blueberry. Oh, blueberry's good. I've heard of that. On a secondary recommendo level, I'd like to recommend a wrestling event called Joey Janela's Spring Break. It takes place around the WrestleMania time of season, so I mean, it's it's past, but there's one coming up in like only seven months. You know, you can watch them anywhere online, I'm sure. It's kind of the everyman wrestling show because you get three distinct types of wrestling in the show, which is good because... I like all kinds of wrestling, though I do recognize that people don't. Generally, the three types that you'll get are, like, technical stuff with, like, submission matches and what have, comedy wrestling with James Ellsworth not being able to take a sweet chin music because he has no chin, and then hardcore matches with, you know, lots of tables and weapon violence. And you get those three sprinkled throughout the night, just making it like a super show of all the different kinds of wrestling. And I think it's one of the shows that blends them well because it's a Joey Janela ran show, so you don't have expectations for a good flow, so it doesn't really matter, and you just have a good time. And I think that's really what Joey Janela's spring break is. It's just, it's spring break, and it's a fun time. And that's the show. So yeah, check that out. And Count Chocula while you watch it. All right, guys. Well, that's going to be it for this episode of Lovecraft Tapes. Thank you for listening. Please subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Google Music, Podbean, Spotify, Stitcher, or anywhere you download your regular podcasts. If you like what you hear, please leave us a review. Meanwhile, you can find us at thelovecrafttapes.com with links to all our recommendos and social media channels, including Facebook, Reddit, YouTube, and our Discord server where you can chat with us in real time. You can find me on Twitter at Lovecraft Tapes. And if you want to find me on a place that is not the phone that I crushed and threw to the bottom of the ocean, uh, you can find me on Twitter at uh, the Real Weed Kid. And if you want to draw more fan art of me, you can find me at Lovecraft Gabe. And if you want to draw more fan art of Gabe, I want to see it. You can find me at Brian Podcast. Until next time, roll for sanity. The Lovecraft Tapes podcast is copyright 2018. For more information and sponsorship opportunities, please send email to podcast at thelovecrafttapes.com. Support the Lovecraft Tapes podcast and get access to exclusive content and rewards at patreon.com slash lovecrafttapes. Just do a dinner party next episode. <laughs> the dinner party tapes. Roy and I fight for 20 minutes over which fork goes where. <laughs> like fist fight. Nice. <laughs> All while the, the uh, spinach puffs that Roy made and are just burning away in the oven.